all the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, by way of Sacramento, California, this is Kings in the North Podcast. And now, the starting two for your listening pleasure. Standing six feet four inches tall at a Jesuit high school, the half-Greek freak, Nick Economy. And standing six feet tall out of McClatchy High School, Big Baller Ben. Kings of the North Podcast is sponsored by Cash Considerations. For donations, head up our Patreon. Welcome back to Sack Kings in the North Podcast. The uh, only place you can get us to, so... Yeah, that's about it. Pretty solid, yeah. That's, all, that's the only thing we're bringing. Yeah, so uh, just get right into it this week. Sacramento Kings went 2-2. Two and two. We do not have, as Nick loves to say, a goose egg yes. in the win column. It's a great word. Yeah. Great it's, term. Um, yeah, if you want to get right into it, first game of the week on the old recap was uh, the Denver Nuggets. A nice L. Yes. Um, only player that really uh, left me wanting more was one with Sean Holmes. Yes. He had uh, 24 points, 24 big ones. That was our high score. Also a couple posters. Yeah, really. Including the one at, with 47 seconds left in the game, which brought us within three points. Uh, it was a, you know, it was a tough one at points just because it was really frustrating. Uh the, you know, we, we got to adopt the zebra and just give it some classes like Ray Charles because that's just the rest right now. Damn, all right. Real blind. I love that. Um, yeah, we had, for all you statisticians out there, we had four players in double figures. Um, another solid li- solid night. There you go. From uh, one. Those, that's English. Nemanja Bialica and one Harrison Barnes. Nothing too special. Um, each had 12 points. This is like a pretty big week for uh, both those guys. Harrison Barnes kind of solidified his spot as uh, the board man. Yeah, getting paid. Got paid. Yeah, and uh, defensive lockdown guy. He's been uh, pretty good for us, pretty consistent, just all over the floor. Yeah, on the opposite end, this was a, a, an awful game from uh, Bogdan, who is looking to get paid. Yeah. Went two for 12, one for seven from three, had six points in 19 minutes. He had five boards, though, and, you know, board man gets paid. That's true. Um, I don't know. Nothing much more to say other than... Uh, it was a tough shooting night for Buddy. Yeah. That's a that's a real big one that I, I can recount. He ended with five points, which is frustrating, and the same number of personal fouls. So uh, really, really a tough one there. And, you know, it was a cold night all around, both teams shooting-wise. Uh, and you, you can go look at Jokic, 4 for 15. Will yeah, Martin. I don't think... like you, Neither team shot... Oh, above forty percent from the field. Yeah, it was a. Uh, but but a if, couple. If you of those... round, if you round, if you want to be, if, yeah. you, if you want that A, um, if you want to talk to the professor after class and yeah. round up to get that A, the Kings shot forty percent. Yeah, which is still an F, but uh, that's true. Still, but you gotta you gotta round on that curve. Exactly. So that's where it's an A. But uh, you know, it, it it was definitely a tough night where a couple of those shots, if they fell, could really have changed the game. Yeah, this brought us to zero and four. Um, it put the Nuggets three and zero. Yeah, kind of putting them at, after like the first week of the season, um, right up atop there in uh, as far as the uh, power rankings. You know, they, they were top five. I think at the end of the week, one was Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- the Nuggets they were four. Don't quote me on the other two. <laughs> so right. uh, well, that's what you get out of me. Uh. Yeah, the Nuggets, they, they, they ran away with it there at the end. Not really, but 
it was uh, the referees that really ran away with this one, stole it from the Kings. Uh, it was it was a tough look all around, but an even tougher look is what happened in that third quarter against the Hornets. Um, yeah, the, the first two games of this week um, showed the uh, ever so present trend of an awful third quarter. We kind yeah. of broke that streak on the uh, the on the back end the, on the back two. You know, not the back nine on the back two of this yes. uh, four game stretch. So I don't have anything much more to say about that. Let's move on to the Hornets. Just like uh, you mentioned, this was another L. I think this might have been, for me at least, um, the low point of my Sacramento Kings fandom in about three years. Mm-hmm. I was very frustrated. I watched this, you can quote me on this, in an A&W parking lot on my phone the whole game. It's weird. It's a weird look. It, it, it was, it, it, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It was the low point. This was, like, awful. I just, like, it just went from bad to worse. And, like, just sometimes you just don't feel like driving the car because you might just drive off a cliff. Yeah. And that's how this game felt. Like, I was just like, okay, we're going to turn around. I'm going to stay in this A&W parking lot. It didn't work out. Side note, I'm about to eat A&W right after this. Not a sponsor, but they got wonderful meals there. They're way better than McDonald's. Yeah, at least at least up here, like, way better. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's leaps and bounds. So, sponsor us. Either way, back to Charlotte. Um, this, honestly, like we previewed it last week, this team's garbage. And the fact that we really couldn't get our act together coming out of the half was just sad, honestly, to say the least. Went into halftime with, uh, what was it, a two, three, five? Couple math? Let's say it was, <laughs> it was a single-digit lead. Yes, we definitely um, had a lead. And then, yeah, went into the fourth quarter uh, down double digits. So it was, it was terrible. It it really was. I think the fans at the game for those who stayed, um, really were not pleased with the performance. Just like you know, all of us yeah. watching at home. Um, this brought us to zero and five. This was what they say the worst start since ninety one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. really, it was. I mean, in 91, we did go 0-7, so it could be worse. There you go. This one had uh, the Reddit community clamoring for Luke Walton's head. I'm not there yet, no, obviously. There. I'm really not even close. Um, basically, how I... We can get into this maybe in like a later segment on this show, this current episode, or maybe, maybe like next week. But I'm just going to say... 20 games in, I, I think we're going to be 500. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, I haven't really looked at the first 20 games on the schedule. Well, if you look at my Instagram, that's my only post right now is all 82. That's true. And I think... not lying about that one. Like, let me say at least 30 games, because, like, you know, we've already played seven. I, I still see us performing extremely well by the All-Star break. I think getting one... Marvin Bagley back. If we ever see Harry Giles, that'd be great. Yeah, it's. I'm surprised he hasn't come back. But last week he was training with the team, playing some four-on-four. So it's looking like he's coming back pretty soon. But we said that last week, so who knows? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, let's uh, move I a, on. I have a nice little stat about this game. There you go. Let's not move on. So if at the end of last season, at the end of the 2018-2019 season – the Kings had a negative point differential of about 95 points across the entire season. 
through, uh, what was that, four, five games? Five games. The Kings had a minus 85 point differential. So almost as bad as the entire last season. Obviously, though, these last two wins have kind of swung it back the other way a little bit, but not nearly 85 points. Still in the red, but less in the red. So, uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to get into the uh, undefeated November, I'm ready to move on to that. Yeah, we, uh, so yeah, we, we, as you mentioned, undefeated so far in November. First game in November, November 1st, we saw the Jazz at home. Uh, you know, my brother was at the game. He was shout texting out to James. me. Yeah, shout out James. Shout out King James. There you go. You know, the real King James? Yeah, seriously. Uh, he, he was at the game. He, uh, was giving me updates so fast, like my my stream was about a minute and a half behind. That's always so the that worst. Was kind of frustrating. I knew about the Harrison Barnes putback before it even occurred. Yeah, let's let's actually start from the end of the game and work our way back forwards. Because everybody's just, favorite, uh, he just spoiled the end. That's true. Everybody's favorite storytelling method: starting at the end and then bouncing back the points along the way. Yeah, you know exactly. This is going to be the uh, Christopher Nolan effect. Uh, basically. Yeah. Like you said, Harrison Barnes, there was a, a rebound, a putback, um, and effectively a game winner. Yeah. Um, the $85 million game winner. That's 100% true. Um, the high point man this week was De'Aaron Fox at 25. Yeah. Um, shot, what What would the math be on that? What was 75% from the free throw line, which is pretty solid. Um, got fast math. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, yeah. What's another 40, about 45% from the field, you know, so that's math. I, I wouldn't actually trust me on any of this. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, if you match that. up the two uh, Bogdanoviches, which is always kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Brothers from another mother. Yeah, there you go. Not really, but, well, I guess, yeah, sure, why not? Either way, uh, the Jazz Bogdanovich had 17 points, and the Our Bogdanovich had 14 um, this was like a really fun game if you're a bogey fan like myself. Shot 50% from three, uh, over 50% from the field. Had one of those classic, um, like, mouth agape, kind of like flex and Bogdan moments that you see so much from the Euro game. Um, yeah. For once, it translated to the NBA, and he hit a very clutch three over the Jazz Bogdanovich. Um, Really got me up out of my seat. Mm-hmm. Um, almost threw the, threw the old back out. That wasn't a good one. Nice. But, um, yeah, basically we had one, two, three, four, five, six players in double figures, like I said, headed by one De'Aaron Fox. This was another one of those uh, solid games from Nemanja Bielitsa. 11 points in 26 minutes. He had six boards, three assists, um, shot 50% from the field and 50% from three. That's 50% in six shots. Uh, from three, pretty solid, and honestly, I think, in my opinion, has been the unsung hero of the undefeated November. That's only two games. Remember that, but let's see if Titans. That's true. Let's see if Belly can. The Alamo. That's true. Uh, 9-11, never forget. What else do we remember? Who knows? Um, Pearl Harbor. Can't never remember. Forget. Pearl Harbor. Never forget. There you go. Um, I just think Nemanja Bielitsa has been a pivotal part of. Uh, he, he actually was moved, you know, into the starting unit. Yeah, that absolute starting unit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean... He's uh, been a pivotal part 
of the uh, King's success in the month of November. Yeah, and I agree. He, he's looked really good. He did brick that last three. Yeah, that was that good. led to the Harrison Barnes put back. You know, that's an assist, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, not really, but it's like a hockey hockey assist. There you go. Where he shoots it off the goalkeeper, and then the other guy taps it in. Anyways, uh, another another unsung hero that game. You know, he really struggled shooting from three. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, he went 0 for 5 on his first five threes. Really didn't finish with a great stat line, but he hit a really clutch three at the end of the game to tie it up or, or even maybe take a lead in the last couple minutes of crunch time. Yeah, it was to take a lead. It was a huge three-pointer after all night. Everybody's saying, this man should stop taking threes. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it, even myself saying, this man should stop playing. Yeah, my brother was texting me the same thing, and then he goes and proves it to the haters. You know, you got to block out the haters sometimes. That's true. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it a major shot. Big, big-time big shot from a big-time player. <laughs> there uh, you go. So, yeah, it was great. It was a great shot, great to watch. And he really stepped up. Uh, to, to kind of swing that game in the Kings' favor. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I'm good with that one if you want to move on to the final game of the four this week. Yeah, not really uh, much to talk about with this one. I think the, the only like interesting thing about this game is that at the s- yesterday night, so I didn't look at the start of the game, Yeah. so take this with a grain of salt, the Knicks were favored by a point. That was the Vegas line. And I think that this was like I was actually extremely, for the first time in a while, Yeah. I was about to bet the farm. Like, really. I think we all could have made it. Your negative net worth. Exactly. We could have made a ton of money. Um, Obviously. They have the historic lines on ESPN's app. I mean. Oh, no. There it is. Even even at the time of the tip-off, the Kings were still only favored by a point and a half. So it was basically a push. Um, And... Yeah, we we would have won some solid cash. Yeah, I mean just one. yeah, just to have yesterday the Knicks favored like it's the Knicks. Um, they're <laughs> yeah. one in the one in six Not Knicks. Good. Honestly, it, I think this game was. I don't know if it's the coming out party because we're not at a hundred percent, but yeah. at least for the you know the, the hashtag unit. Yeah. That's uh, going to be out there for the next twenty five games. I think this was like pretty solid. Um, performance all the way around. Uh, this was, I think, De'Aaron Fox's best performance of the season by far. Obviously, he had the Showtime windmill dunk. Yeah, that was fun. But I mean, he also had a really interesting double dribble to start the second half. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. I I was listening along on the radio call, and apparently they did the classic roll the ball, pick it up at half court to start the clock, and he fumbled the pickup, and the refs called it a double dribble. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, a little highlight, a little low light. You know, as Ricky Rubio says, never too high, never too low. So, uh, yeah, that was a nice little fun fun little low light for, for De'Aaron here. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you want to highlight anyone on the Knicks, let's highlight two people because why not? I got one too. I don't know if you had this one, but well, you go I was ahead. just going to say Marcus Morris, the high point man at 28. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Solid addition. Tied his uh, high score record. That he set Friday against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, and then one uh, R.J. Barrett. Canadian legend. 22 points um, on 20 shots, so yeah. n- not great. but That's why they call him Maple Mamba, dude. There you go. Very low efficiency. Uh, my, my little highlight for the Knicks, you know, he's a University of Michigan guy. Brasdakis? King's draft pick. There you go. Iggy. 
He came on with about four minutes left to play in the fourth. Played all four of those minutes. Uh, went one for two from the field. Got fouled. Drained both his free throws. And got some huge MVP chance out of Madison Square Garden. There you go. So that was really fun to, to listen to and to see. Yeah, I mean. Uh, wish we could have kept him. Honestly. Didn't trade him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We haven't really seen. Uh, although, no, today was the first um, sighting. Um, Justin James? Yeah, of, uh, he played two minutes. A draft pick from Wyoming? There you go. Um, we have yet to see uh, the other one, the white. Kyle Guy? There you go. Yeah, he's been playing. Or Well, they haven't even started yet, but he's set to play down in Stockton. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he could he could become a, a quality shooter. Yeah, I mean, if Summer League shows you anything, which you know it does. Yeah, it's, it's 100% indicative. Um, no, he seems like a, a, a really what's going to be like a, a really good catch and shoot guy in the NBA probably for a long time. That's my prediction. Uh, what I'd like to see out of him is to compare him to two other G League products, uh, one older, one a little younger. Danny Green, yeah, come straight out the G League, and uh, Robert Covington. But I think the key to becoming those two guys, uh, kind of is you know especially Covington, he's got to lock it down on the defensive end. Uh, and then he's got to improve his shooting to just be consistent at the next level, which he's definitely capable of doing. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see when, if he, if and when he ever joins this uh, Kings NBA roster uh, instead of just staying down in Stockton. And uh, just stay safe out there. That's all I gotta say. Exactly. That's I, my you, message to Kyle. You never. I mean, yeah. You never really know what can happen in Stockton. I think one last note about this Knicks game. First time all season, obviously very young season. Um, all starters were in double figures, so that's huge. Um, yeah, it's basically it for the recap. Um, up next, the preview. Yeah, let's. Uh, next week, only two games. Two games, both on the road. Uh, the first one, the Kings come north to our land, not the not the home of the brave and the land of the free. Uh, it's actually. What it what it what's the so- old Canada land socialist wonderland? No, what's the what's the the, the, the lyrics? Uh, the true north, strong and free. There it is. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Who knows? That that anthem's a farce as it is. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, let's get Drake to write the Canadian national anthem, twenty nineteen. Drake, a sponsor. Uh, uh, yeah, so we play the Raptors. They're at the uh, what are they? Scotiabank. Bank. Yeah, the, the renamed no um, longer Air Can Center. Yeah, which was actually like a really like. I would say, as far as the uh, the sponsors go, like that was pretty perfect. Scotiabank, obviously, some sort of uh, yeah, they got a monopoly out here. I was just about to say, scene car uh, dude, they're they're working for your employer. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Cineplex Entertainment, sponsor. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the the Raptors are uh, they're four and two. Um, Even with the the subtraction by subtraction of <laughs> exactly. Kawhi Leonard, uh, it just shows how like such a such a drop off there is. I'm not even in the Eastern Conference. I really think there's like there's a lot of solid teams. Yeah. What do you think? There's probably, I'd say there's fifteen really good teams. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And then fifteen. Let's say average five, at best. Let's say five. I'm gonna say five middling teams and yeah. ten awful teams. Yeah, I could. I could. And maybe, right now, maybe, we're, right maybe now closer we're closer to seven and eight. Right now, we're at the cusp of awful to middling. Yeah, 
But we're going to get to really good, I think, this year. Honestly, you guys you just got to be patient. Trust the process. Exactly. Because if... if Worked if, in Philly. I was just going to say. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, this Raptors game is going to be a good test. You know, Doug Christie on the road at his old home. That's Former true. Raptors legend, Doug Christie. Thug Christie? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. Nick Nurse, the coach of the Raptors, has really installed a good defense here. And they, they have an interesting mix of, you know, older guys who are trying to stay relevant and younger guys who are trying to become relevant in the league. And uh, I think Pascal has really taken a leap from last year's leap that he took, he's kind of went from being irrelevant two years ago, last year to being the second best player on the team, this year being a ball-dominant scorer and a great distributor and being great on defense. He's become one of those probably top 25 players in the league. Um, I'll second that. Yeah, he's he's really good. They're, Fred Van Vliet's had a good year as well, and, I mean – any drop off that they've had from losing Kawhi, and the the depth of uh, talent that they had last year, as well as some of their older guys starting to show their age, like Marcus Saul, uh, it's been really countered by the improvement of the youth. Those two that I've mentioned, plus uh, OG and Anubi. Yeah, he's uh, he's been great so far in this young season as well. So they're a really fun team to watch. I really hate in Vancouver how many like, bandwagon Raptors fans there are. Yeah. Especially after the championship last year. Um, but, yeah, it's a – they're a fun team. If I wasn't here with so many bandwagon fans, I think I'd like them a little more. But, uh, yeah, I think it should be a good matchup. They're kind of just a team I've always hated, so I, like, still got to hate them. It's fair enough. There was, like, one series uh, against the Warriors last year where I was contractually obligated to root for them. I can go back to hating them now. I think this is a very winnable game. Yeah. I think um, the only time I don't hate them this year is when they're wearing those sweet throwbacks. Yeah, those are cool. The, the Vince Carter throwbacks to play against Vince Carter. It's pretty fire. Damn, that's it. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the second matchup of the weekend on, yeah. fr- or on the week, Friday, we play the Atlanta Hawks in Hot Atlanta. Yeah, this there the Hawks are on a three-game skid. Yeah, they started off hot, and then the injury of Trey Young's ankle. And then they went to Atlanta. Yeah, not good. They're uh, just they're back, really sh- back to good old Atlanta. Just yeah. trash. Not good. But they're another team with a lot of young talent and a lot of guys who've looked like so far this young season they've taken a step from where they were last year, including uh, Trey Young, who's really progressed but now faces a- ankle injuries just like, what, 20, 2012 Steph? Yeah, he's also like is- – He's also balding. I was going to know that, too. It's not good. Not no. a good look. Just shave the head. I mean, you, you never know because it's like a week, like a, oh, like over a week out of the injury, and he's like, listen, it's day-to-day. Yeah. So. He might be back. but uh, So that'll yeah. be a fun matchup if he is. If he's not. They're still decent. But no, like, I was just going to say, this is like, this is a, this is a win. I'm put, This is a win. Treyon's not playing. It's a win. If he, we if, have a very You know what I'm going to say? We're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna treat it like in the NFL. It's a trap game. Yeah, that's true. Where we we're looking past it. It's the end of a road trip. Everybody's tired. Nobody really cares about the Hawks because you know Atlanta. So uh, they they look past it and they get caught off guard, especially if Trey Young's out. But let's hope that doesn't happen. I think we should win this game either way. Um, the, I mean, other players to look to watch on that Atlanta team include John Collins at center. He's played really well. I mean, Mitchell Robinson at the Knicks is very similar to John Collins. 
Uh, Collins is a year further. He's better with the ball in hand, better on offense. Um, additionally, there's Huertas. I don't even yeah. know his first name, but he's he's like the white, the ginger. Yeah. Really pale. He uh, he can shoot that three ball pretty pretty cleanly. And then finally is uh, old man Vince Carter still around somehow. Yeah, in, in the last season, you never know. Who, who would expect that? But, uh, yeah, it should be a fun matchup no matter what. And, you know, we have ties to good old Vince after that season he spent with us. So it'll be fun. I think, I think it'll really be a, a good matchup no matter who's on the court. So, yeah, that's it for next week. So that brings us to everybody's favorite segment, What City, What Cinema. There we go. We're still getting used to the name change. Um, let us know what you guys think. Hey, we'll change it back to what city, what song, but yeah, we, we kind of like doing it this way. Send us emails. You know our email. Sat Kings in the, or sorry, just Kings in the North Pod at gmail.com. That's Kings in the North Pod at gmail.com. All right, let's kick it off with uh, the Toronto Raptors. I am picking Jurassic Park 2. This good is uh, the classic um, from the mind of one Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um, basically, a T-Rex gets on a boat and hits up San Diego. So that's like sort of what happened with uh, the NBA with Kawhi packing up and leaving to L.A. Yes. So L- the Clippers used to be in San Diego. So that, same thing. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, move the Chargers back. Exactly. That's what we're saying. Yeah, we want Qualcomm back. Yeah. Qualcomm sponsor. <laughs> Chargers and the uh, and the Clippers get them both back. Exactly, yeah. San Diego uh, needs it. Who are you picking for Toronto? Yeah, for Toronto, I'm going with uh, a nice little kind of a hockey film, kind of not, but very Toronto-related. You know, they they feature the the Leafs, the the co-tenants of uh, Scotiabank Center. In the film, it is the love guru. Oh, yeah, classic. With uh, Justin Timberlake, with uh, Mike Myers, Toronto legend, Toronto native. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a very weird movie. Mike Myers is in brownface the whole time, so that's fun. Well, not really, but sort of. Yeah, it's like it's like it's implied brownface. Yeah, I mean, he like travels to India as a white teen. Yeah, and comes back a learned he, gu- guru. He does the he does the Instagram influencer experience exactly. So yeah, uh, so that's a pretty solid one. Toronto love guru. I got Jurassic Park too. Um, Atlanta Hawks. I'm picking. Well, there, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot of movies that are set in Atlanta. We were saying too that like Toronto and Atlanta are now the uh, filming capitals. Yeah, I mean, along with LA and New York, which are you know losing business. Sad. Yeah. Um, can't forget about Chicago. So I'm picking for Atlanta. What was I gonna pick? Was it Borat? Yeah, I think yeah, it, was it was Borat. Borat. That's the part, you know, where he's like, "Me and my homie has a met parked our slab up front. Just a couple pimps, no hoes." He's trying to get the hotel reservation. Yeah. So that's that's classic. There's also some profanity that I'm not going to add, but you get the gist. Yeah. Borat. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I was considering that. There were a couple other ones I was considering. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't actually remember what they were. Oh, Baby Driver was one of them. But that movie. Can't forget about Big Mama's house, like father, yeah, like son. Too. But Baby Driver canceled. Not cool. Yeah. Not allowed. Not a doctor. Uh, yeah. So I went with another all-time classic. Uh, was which was Spinal Tap? Oh yeah. Because right. how much more black can it get? And the answer's none. None more black. Great movie. There you go. So uh, yeah, that's it for this week's uh, What City, What Cinema. If you guys have any, uh, I was pretty quick off the tongue. I was almost about to say the other one. Yeah, we'll what get city, to- what song? 
Yeah. No, I was almost about. What city? What cinema? There you go. Yeah, that's it for this week. If you guys have any entrance, email us at Kings of the North Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, until next week when we got a whole new set of cities and a whole new set of cinemas. So uh, that takes us to our break. We will be right back. And we're back. I hope you uh, enjoyed that little, you know, ad music. You know, it, we because we're music to your ears, no matter what. That's just how it is. Uh, we have a couple pieces of team news here. First and foremost, uh, the, the win at Madison Square Garden uh, of, over the Knicks was Luke Walton's 100th career win as a head coach. So congratulations to him. Go uh, do something illicit with your father. You know, just as you celebrate any win. There you go. Any milestone. Doing illicit things with your father. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you were actually going to say, as first and foremost, the uh, player option uh, deadline is cut. It's coming past. Coming past. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that next. Or now. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's next. All after right. this is that. So October thirty first, also known as Halloween, uh, is the deadline for teams to decide if they're going to pick up team options on. Uh, rookie contracts. Rookie scale contracts? Yes, exactly. That's the proper term. So, uh, so far, the notable pickups were... Yeah, we were, picked up two, Yeah, and we did not pick up two. So yes. here they are. So we picked up Harrison... Or not Harrison Barnes. Marvin Bagley, Thank third. You. Thank you. His was picked up, as was De'Aaron Fox. Thank you. Um, they will be returning next season. Guaranteed, unless one of them dies, then they will not be returning. <laughs> that would be tragic. Anyways, on the other hand, uh, we passed on both Harry Giles the thirds and uh, Caleb Swanigan's uh, fourth year options. And un- honestly, it's I pretty understandable. Yeah, I'm, I'm really okay with that. I mean, Caleb Swanigan, I don't know, mediocre at best. Dude's thick. Harrison Barnes, Harry, Harry Giles. Yeah, you're right. That one, Harry Giles the <laughs> third, has been injured every step of his professional and amateur he's, career. He's Joel Embiid without the talent so far. I think on paper, in the highlights of the high school game, yeah, uber talented, lift talented. Mm-hmm. I think, and this isn't going too far on a limb. I think he he's got to play he's got to at least play this season and play very well, for uh, and I love the guy for me for me to want to keep him even throw any money at him. Yeah, I got the, I got the jersey. He's a that's true. Yeah, he's a. I mean, I really like him, but again, if you're not on the court, you can't really do much for us. You know the saying, the the good old saying, the best ability is availability. Damn. Oh. You know, if is, you're that, not a, is that a John Wooden? Should be. I, probably is. Might be John Madden. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, probably, probably is. is. But anyway, he. Uh, it, it, it's really frustrating that he's not able to, to play. You know, he, even though his option was only four mil for next year, we could throw that at Bogdan if he ever shows up. Yeah. If he if he turns out for a while, if Euroleague Bogdan returns, um, yeah, it's it's frustrating, but. You know, we might still be able to sign him if there's no bad blood. He he becomes an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year um, because of this passing on the option. 
Yeah, speaking of Bogdan, we have, what, four months? Yeah, we have until right before uh, All-Star break to sign him to an extension. I mean... I, I was listening to, uh, I don't know why, <laughs> I was listening to Grant Napier's show. No, no. I don't know why. And uh, he reported that there's no bad blood between um, Bogdan and the Kings. Obviously, they want to hammer something out. I think both parties are uh, sort of on the same page. That's when Bogdan turned down an offer. It was like 13. Over the summer, right? 12, yeah, over summer. He he thinks he can get more. And, I mean, if you would have asked me at the end of August, before the season started after the the FIBAs, he could have commanded a bit more. But yeah, the, I actually read an article. Um, who put this out? I think it was uh, one of those classic fake news, USA Today. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't even know that qualifies as news. Yeah, that's not news. Yeah, if you no. give it away for free at hotels, it's not. No, news. it wasn't that. It was one of those things, though. You know, one of those classic, like, big name things. They were actually saying that it was uh, ahead of the Knicks game. They were said that the Knicks, and of course they are, yeah. were interested. Were very, I saw that as well. Very interested. Yeah. So uh, let's trade him for uh, Mitchell Robinson. That'd be pretty fire. It's not going to happen, but it'd be pretty cool. I'd like, in a perfect world, I'd like Bogdan to be the sixth man of the year and resign for uh, a decent amount of money. I, you never know what's going to happen. He's had a very up-and-down season. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing with him is he's so inconsistent. Like, probably the most inconsistently great player on our team. Yeah. I mean, like... Because he, he's, he's super good. talented. Yeah, but he's just... He can't string together two games of, of showing it. Yeah, and... And even even two quarters at times. Even even back-to-back possessions. Yeah, there's a lot of – I mean, a lot of it is that Kizzy's running with that, that second unit, and he tries to play hero ball with ball in hand instead of, you know, how he succeeds with uh, with Serb, Serb. With the Serbs, playing off ball, running around screens, getting open. Well, Serbia is also one of the rawest teams they got yeah, on they, the international level. They have all the ballers, but yet can't win a championship. That's true. It's all about España. But uh, anyway, he he probably could command a bit in this market now, but there's a good chance it, by the time February comes around, we could... He'll be begging us. Yeah, like we a could dog. extend him for quite little money. Except, for quite the fancy. Yeah. Except the chance that he goes and pulls a Nikola Miritich oh, and goes back and to Europe. dips out. Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening, though. Who knows? In this environment, who knows? Hmm. It's California. You know the taxes? Newsom? Get that out of here. <laughs> anyway, uh, other any other pieces of team news you have for us here? Um, I mean, you kind of touched on it earlier, but they, the Kings keep, you know, giving us a little... little Bits and pieces, little little morsels yeah. of uh, Harry Giles' practice. Yeah, he, so he looks fine. I mean, honestly, he played four on four before. I think it was the Nuggets game, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's back by the end of the week." And now it's been a week almost later, and he's still not back. Yeah, Marvin Bagley with the old thumb. No, no real news on that. But I think the current timetable set after game one um, is still intact. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get surgery, so that's a good sign. Um, I'm just looking up if Harry Giles traveled with the team. So I'm pretty he, sure he did because I, I think, think I saw well. I think I saw a uh, a uh, downtown shot of Manhattan on his Instagram story. Yeah, because that's real news. That's where you get the real news. Yeah, I, I mean, he's listed as questionable, or he was listed as questionable before the game. So 
I think that he has to have traveled. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see him sometime on this road trip. Um, again, we only play two games this next week. We have three days off before that next game where they got to tr- cross the border. You know, that's a, a huge trek from New York City to Toronto. Yeah. Just how, how are they expected to do it? I don't so, know. Uh, is three days enough? Yeah, I don't going know. by wagon that. train? Yeah, are they walking? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully we'll see him. If not, it won't be anything new. But, you know, we're, we're on your team, Harry. We love you. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's it for team news. Let's hit up league news. Yeah, uh, so a couple pieces of league news. We got Steph Curry, broken hand. Love it. He had to get surgery, so he's out for three months. Love it. Minimum. Give me more. I, man. Yeah, if you Warriors. want more, we have more. The Warriors, they're one in five. Yeah, they got a worse record than us. Yeah, and there's more. Draymond Green, torn oh ligaments yeah, the ligament. Oh, love that. He's day to day. It's not. It's not surgery bad, but he's day to day. Damn. So this uh, is everything I could have dreamed of. Let me see that. You sent me the. I think it was on Instagram. You sent me that post the other day. Comparing the the Warriors starters last year to oh, yeah. to no, this year, this is nuts. Yeah, you got Cauley Stein though, traitor. Yeah, no, that's that's a little. That's fine. He's a little Bendict come. No, the other one. Arnold <laughs> Cumberbatch. Yeah, Bendict <laughs> Cumberbatch. American traitor. Yeah, might as well be. Here we go. What is this? So this is November second, twenty eighteen versus twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen is Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, KD, Draymond Green, and. Damien Jones, whoever that is. Well, also, like, sort of DeMarcus is up in there, you know. Yeah, he was on the team. There's Iguodala, also no longer with us, RIP. Uh, For for the the starters on November 2nd, 2019, we have Kai Bowman, another U of M guy, Jordan Jordan Poole, Poole, Glenn Robinson III, another Michigan guy. Really? Never heard of him. Really? Yeah. I don't watch much college basketball. There you go. Because it's college basketball. That's true. Uh, Eric Pascal. Pascal? I don't know how to pronounce it. There's a random H. And then Willie like, Trill. Resident yeah. artist. Yeah, Willie Trill looking crazy. Yeah, that's not a good look. It, it's not a good look. And he's you know, coming off an injury himself. Yeah, another not good look for a former king. we got to pull this up because uh, it's, it's really bad. But... Uh, What's his name? The dude that's married to Tiana Taylor. He was on her team last. Amon Shumper. Oh, yeah. He he posted a story to Instagram looking absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like an old dirty bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. Uh, so if you guys are hearing this within, like, I don't even think this will still be up in time, but it's actually nuts. Uh, so if you if you had Nick's going to screenshot. He's going to send it to me. I'm going to put it on my Instagram story. Go take a look. Yeah, it's wild. Um, you guys are really missing out if you haven't seen it. This it's, is the future of news right here. It's insane. Um, what other league news? So I mean, you, we're going to end with the, the biggest story. It's yeah, pretty massive. It's a barn burner. Yeah. We've already touched on it. Trey Young. Um, there was uh, oh yeah, not really news, but it is in the same. You know, it's news for for this at least. There was. Uh, LeBron and Luka Doncic, the yeah. matchup of oh, the century. Yeah. So it was the oldest player and the youngest player with a 30-plus uh, point, 15-plus yeah. assists, triple-double, and it was in the same game. LeBron, obviously the oldest. Luka, obviously the youngest. What a time to be a Dallas Mavericks fan. 
they're exceeding any expectations. Although, if you remember, I said they were going to be a pretty solid squad because I saw them in the preseason. Yeah, that is true. He did have that shout out. Yeah. So uh, no, they're 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 really good, really fun to watch. And the Lakers are the Lakers, so whatever. Yeah. Um, they have the second best record in the league right now. Tied, so, but yeah. I hate Frank Vogel. Yeah. I hate Anthony Davis. I hate them all. I don't really mind Anthony Davis actually. He's like he's he's as much of a snake as KD, dude. And Paul George. That's Snake Club right there. That's true. And DeMarcus. But although we'd take DeMarcus back if he wanted to, you know, just kind of ball out in like a, maybe like a, a vet role. Yeah, vet men. Exactly. I don't think we have money for anything else. We'd vet men. I'd, I'd vet men DeMarcus. Yeah. That, so that was a, a nice little stat morsel. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Uh, I think there was another stat thing that happened, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, the, probably. That seems, yeah. that seems to happen on any given night. Yeah, exactly. It's Especially the with the cherry, the cherry picking that ESPN does with stats. That's true. Oh, yeah. I uh, said uh, Russell Wilson. How about the other one? Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, second all-time on triple-doubles. Yeah, that's true. It happened very early uh, in the season. Like, uh, I think after game three. James Harden had like a 59-point game. Oh, no. It was the it was the 159-158 uh, game. The highest-scoring game oh, in the yeah, NBA history. Oh, yeah. That was history. crazy. That's... I, I mean... I think I sent a text to you while it was happening. Uh, I was on the bus home watching the Charlotte game, and I happened to look at scores around the league. With it was like four minutes left in the fourth, uh, the Wizards were up 154 to 146 on the Rockets, and that game ended at over 300 combined points. 159, 158, and the Rockets are bad this year. They're not good, and they were losing to the Wizards. They lost the Heat today. They were down like 40 at half. They'll figure it out. I think that team's going to be actually pretty solid. Yeah, I think come playoff time they'll be fine, but if they make it, that's the big question. You know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they will. Let's get to the craziest and most kind of ridiculous piece of league. Ridiculous? Ridiculous. Kind of ties into today's game, you know, because of the Knicks. Ridiculous? Yeah. There, there you go. go. That's, that's it. It's the name of the episode. Uh, that's what it is. It's like, the, it's like the thumbnail, you know, on YouTube. And like, yeah. This is going to be the thumbnail. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So it, this involves the uh, – well, it's, take it away. Yeah, this involves uh, Madison Square Garden Corporation and its CEO, James Dolan. It involves a, a, a municipality, Boo. city council, Inglewood. And it involves everybody's favorite team owner, Vivek. No, just kidding. Steve Ballmer, Ballmer, yeah. Former Microsoft man. And, uh, yeah, so, story goes, uh, a couple years ago, the the MSG Corp, headed by James Dolan, had a contract with the city of Inglewood for some land that they would use as overflow, overflow parking when they hosted events at the LA Forum, the former home of the Lakers during the Showtime era. Before and Staples Center. And I didn't actually know this stadium. I thought this thing had been torn down. Yeah, it's still there. Okay. For no reason. Because, like, nothing happens there. It's like we do, like, Monster Jam there. Yeah, Miracle on Ice. No, that's the wrong one. Disney on Ice. <laughs> 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. <laughs> yeah. Still skating with Mickey Mouse. Uh, anyway, when they host events, they had this land in Inglewood that they used as overflow parking. Uh, anyway, they... James Dolan was convinced by Englewood City Council to cut that contract in order to sell the land to an unspecified buyer. Now That's always real legitimate. Yeah. Now it comes out that the buyer was just Steve Ballmer. He's buying the land 
to build the the, the field of dreams. Yeah, basically, you exactly. build it, and the Clippers will come. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so they, they, he bought the land a couple years ago. Went through the whole process, got it zoned. Went to the NBA. They were like, "This is fine. We'll just let you do it." And so now, uh, there's a huge issue with the neighbors. We're talking lawsuit yeah. ending. There's there's issues between the city of Inglewood and Dolan. He's mad because they he, they didn't tell him that the bar, the buyer was Balmer and it was NBA related. So he's also paid some undercover brothers to go complain to the city council about this proposed development. And uh, yeah, it's it's really thrown the whole ordeal in a, a loop to the point where Steve Balmer's coming out. You know how he is screaming. He's he's a pretty insane guy. Guns as it is. blazing. Go look up the video. Uh, developers, Steve Ballmer. Have you seen this? No. It's hilarious. He's just at like a conference in the early two thousands. Blue shirt, sweating through it. Yeah. Just yelling. We need developers. 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 It's great. Great video. Anyway, he's getting all riled up. All in uh, James Dolan's grill over this, and it's a it's an ordeal that we I can't wait to see how it ends. Hopefully it ends with the league making Dolan quit as the chairman of MSG Corp, or even better, selling uh, the Knicks. Yeah, this is one of those stories where, uh, although it's extremely interesting, it's for me it's like, thank God this isn't Kings-related. Yeah. Because this sounds like some classic Kings nonsense. Yes, I agree. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty funny. I, yeah, I think it's hilarious. It's, it's up there with, in terms of... Uh, storylines in the NBA that are hard to believe. Up there with uh, is it Schultz that sold the the Supersonics. Yeah, I was to just gonna dudes. say it, it sounds like pretty similar situation when they had like a verbal contract with the Starbucks people. Yeah, can't move the team. Yeah, and then they do. Yeah, and then he and then he moves the team. They Those always are, move the team. Let me tell you. Yeah, so uh, it's it's pretty funny. We'll see how this ends up. We'll keep you updated. And that's it for uh, league news. Now, in non-related basketball news, uh, congratulations to South Africa, champions of that Rugby World Cup. There you go. Pretty every, huge. Every four years on an odd number year, so it doesn't impact any of the Olympic type yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a great event. Rugby World Cup, it, it, we out here. Japan. Next, uh, in 2023, I think it's in France. Paris, yes. There you go. And there's a bid for 2027 to come to the United States. Why not? So that'd be fun. But also, let's not do this again. It's a, it's a weird, you know, weird point where the U.S. bids for these events and then goes way into debt doing them. So who knows? Uh, and then other, other news... Uh, I am a member of the UBC rugby team, and we are hosting a Movember fundraiser. Uh, the link is in my Instagram bio, and uh, if you have the funds, please donate. Anything helps. God bless. There you go. So, uh, you know, it's a re- really important cause. That's that's something separate than No Nut November. Yeah, not the same. Not the same. Unrelated. You can do that, too, if you want. But, uh, I don't you know, know why you would. It's not good for your prostate. That's true. And that, that brings it back to Movember. There you go. Got to save that cancer, dude. So, uh, <laughs> Save that cancer. Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> Saving cancer. <laughs> yep. Uh, you have anything else for uh, us here, for the, for the, the listeners? Listenership? Um, honestly, not really. Um, 
Good night and go Kings. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Adios. Adios.